Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Zach and Courtney. Who they're really talking? Whoa. Oh, thanks, That's Zoom. new. Whoa, Zoom, okay. That's new. I like that. Yeah. You're consenting to be recorded. That's an interesting message. Thank yeah. you. Why'd she why'd she say it like that? Like, does she want to hook up later? Or like Hi everyone. Zach has a new girlfriend. It's the Zoom Robot Voice. But we're not only joined by the Zoom Robot Voice. We are also joined by our good friends. Nick and Aaron. Hello, guys. <laughs> Guesting on podcast. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Somebody say something. <laughs> Hello. I have passed the qualifying exam to touch Beck's ass. <laughs> With flying <laughs> colors? <laughs> the album? <laughs> Okay, that oh, was good, Nick. That was, that was good. great. We're off to a great start. <laughs> Not right when I was drinking water. <laughs> Is it because you're thirsty for the Zoom robot? <laughs> <laughs> Look, she she busy later? Like, <laughs> what's up? Zoom update 16.2 is giving Zach feelings, audience. Hey, Zach. <laughs> did, you, hey did, Zach. You, did you guys see her? <laughs> hey, Zach, save it for Elaine Stretch. <laughs> Another vodka stinger. <laughs> I should pour some vodka. <laughs> it is. Well, okay, it's afternoon for you. Never mind. Okay. Hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, baby. It'll actually be five thirty somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Oh boy. We're. Uh, you know we're what they say. <laughs> I've got my toes in the water, ass in the sand. <laughs> it's the buff. To a podcast. It's the Parrot Head Podcast. Ah! <laughs> Listeners, do you like Jimmy Buffett? Sound off. I feel like you don't. Yeah, and okay, I'm sorry. Now, if I find a single fucking, I'm doing air quotes, ironic Jimmy Buffett fan, that's your ass. I'm fucking coming for you. I'm telling you. I'm not taking any fucking ironic. Okay, so I was going to save this till later, but apparently y'all are on board. Um, as we know, when Aaron and I guessed on the podcast, Aaron did LCD2 sound system last week. So like, this is like my, um, last week, last, whatever. Um, this is my little foray. Um, this is Ono. The next guest, uh, it's a treat that he is here tonight. Uh, in 1977, of course, this man put Margaritaville on the map. Come Monday, it'll be all right. Come Monday, I'll be holy.
That's right, guys. This was an unplanned bit. Zach had no idea I was going to be talking about Jimmy Buffett today, but welcome, everyone. I mean, around where Zach and I live, it's around lunchtime, of course. So that means we must be hungry. So it's time to eat at the all-you-can-eat Jimmy Buffet. Zach and Courtney and Aaron, we can all play this game together. We're going to play a quick game to start the podcast. This is a game of Beck or Buffett. <laughs> Wait, what, what Zach? It, what the we fuck started? is up with you people and We're fucking starting? hijacking our podcast with shit I love? <laughs> this, this this is a fair high. I mean, this is like an unfair hijacking because I'm doing it within like third minute of the podcast. But it, we are starting. <laughs> That's okay because again, no, like we did not plan this at all. Like <laughs> because you started talking about Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy so Buffett. Like, so let's you play saw like your a, chance and you took it, Nick. Let, let's play a quick game. So the rules are: you'll okay, be presented okay. with several phrases. And it's going to be up to you to decide if the phrase is a lyric from a Beck song or a title of a Jimmy Buffett song. Okay. Okay, because okay, they're both like artists that are very interesting in their work. For everyone um, at home, Nick has prepared a slideshow. Even this yeah. is an audio-only medium. This is literally just for us, and I love it. Podcasts are famously a visual medium. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Any, All three of you can answer, and let's just... Let, let's just go. And just to remind you of these choices for, of course, the greatest game ever made, Becker Buffett. Um, <laughs> you, you decide if it's a Beck lyric or a Buffett song. So we have two lyrics here, um, two wording phrases. The weather is here. Wish you were beautiful. And then clean my gravestone when I'm gone. I'm, I, can I make a guess? Yeah, please, for the love of God. I'm guessing that um, the, the weather is here, wish you're beautiful, is the title of a Buffett song, and clean my, clean my gravestone when I'm gone is a Beck lyric. That's absolutely correct, Courtney. Wow. Incredible. One phrase is drinking everything you said. The other one is trying to reason with hurricane season. Hey, wait. Yeah? I, I swear that the second one's a Buffett lyric, because I swear I've heard that one before. That is the title of a Jimmy Buffett song. Yes! That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. She's cooking salad for breakfast. <laughs> I wish lunch could last forever. My God. I know this one, too. I don't want to steal from everyone. No. I, I feel like it's going to be a slow game if we um, don't. Yeah. I don't want to embarrass myself as a Beck fan who is not a Jimmy Buffett fan. Oh, okay. uh, she's cooking salad for breakfast is a Beck lyric, and I wish lunch yeah. could last forever is a Buffett title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's too. what I thought. I that's that, what I yeah. <laughs> okay, next phrase. Everyone's got a cousin in Miami. <laughs> Sweep our cares away with dirty brooms. Oh no. <laughs> I'm going to say first one Buffett song, second one Beck lyric. That's absolutely correct. Great job. <laughs> Here's the secret. One is kind of compelling and mm -hmm. one's not. That's how you can tell. Listeners <laughs> at home, no offense. He hello? Mm -hmm. Hello? You All I've got left is the taste of salt in my mouth. Something so feminine <laughs> about a mandolin. Okay. <laughs> Second one's Beck, right? Haven't we talked about that, Courtney? Or no? Incorrect. Wait, Something so wait, no, 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 about no, no, a Mandolin wait, 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 is a wait, wait, Buffett wait, wait. title. I knew it! Oh my god, wait, I knew it, because I literally just listened to that the other day. <laughs> All dumb. I've got left is the taste of salt in my mouth is, of course, a Beck lyric. That's Beck, okay, lyric. yeah. I knew it. If the phone doesn't ring, it's me. My love is a room of broken bottles. I'm I'm gonna go phone is Buffett bottles is back. 
Correct. Woo! Yeah. We're wrapping it up here. We're getting close. Pissing in the wind because it's so pine fresh. Nobody speaks to the captain no more. Um, pisses back <laughs> Captain is Buffett. Pisses back Captain Buffett. Yes. Back Thank you. Captain <laughs> Absolutely. Buffett. Vampires, mummies, and the Holy Ghost. Now tell me this is life and it's all right. I think that first one's a Jay-Z lyric. <laughs> <laughs> Goblins, ghouls, a zombie. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Famously in Monster, Nikki drops like the sickest guest verse in rap history. Jay Z just All starts timer. listing off scary things. <laughs> Jay Z lists literally every scary thing he's ever heard of. Squatch, Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblin, Ghoul, a zombie with no conscience. Question. Goblins, ghouls, a zombie with no conscience. You can tell because he's kind of like strode towards it. He's like, uh, let me see, uh, uh, goblin, uh, ghoul, Gabagool. Gabagool. Vampires, mummies, and the Holy Ghost is, of course, um, of course, of course. No, you you were about to say it. Of I'm course, stumped, it's of course a Buffett song. Of I'm course, of like, course, it's all right. Beck lyric, but it could work as a Buffett song. Yeah, that's that's when Buffett did Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, of course. Yeah. Where I, I went to like a religious thing here for Courtney. The Lord took the weekend off. My head hurts, my feet stink, and I don't love Jesus. Okay, I know this one. I know this one. Okay, wh what's the Buffett song? The Buffett one is the head hurts, feet stink, don't love Jesus. Right, and Beck is the Lord took the weekend, the weekend off. off. Yeah. Put me in a suitcase with the can of beer. We are the people our parents warned us about. <laughs> Um, Buffett is the can of beer. If only that's a Beck. Oh my god! Uh, wow. Yeah. And then I think this last one: till the swimming pool boils. What if the hokey pokey is all it really is about? Oh my god! Uh, first one, Beck. Second one, Buffett. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for thank you, of course, on, as always, for playing Becker Buffett. And for those wondering, yes, when I was going on um, azlyrics.com to go through many, many tabs of Beck lyrics, I got a notification from AZ Lyrics with a capture code that said, "We have noticed suspicious activity from your IP address. <laughs> Please authenticate that you're real." <laughs> I was looking now, up too many Beck lyrics. Now, Nick, are you real? <laughs> Uh, I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've never answer. all been in the same room together. That's true. That's true. Huh. I'm, I can't believe we got every single one of them right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. I'm definitely like relinquishing the podcast back to you guys now. I'm sorry to take it I over so soon. <laughs> never apologize. Like, never it's always apologize. a treat when we have a guest because, like, we know the episode will be good. Unlike mm -hmm. you exactly. never know, you never know. Normally, I'm not saying we never have good episodes when it's just Zach and I, but it's usually. Nah, a 50 -50. I'll, I'll fucking say what Courtney's thinking. Every non-guest episode is fucking shit. Look, I'll say it. Fucking, I'll be the one to say it. Zach, not good. Not true. Everyone review. Everyone review bombs us on iTunes podcasts. Fucking, we yeah, with get five stars. We have five scores. out of five stars on. Yo, yo, yo. I've, I've, I've unfollowed and refollowed my own podcast on Spotify. I don't know how many times because it's just like finger over the trigger all the time just can't 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 cope hey everybody this is the beck to beck podcast what an intro <laughs> 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 what, what the fuck
fuck are we talking about today? I did not read our fucking uh, brief before this meeting. Brief, so as of, if I typed I, up a brief and like. Yeah, Court, Courtney's yeah. very thorough. She does fucking meeting notes every time after, like just Courtney famously emails out like a memo to all the guests. Back to the subject matter at hand. I want to say, as a, as a returning guest to the show, that um, I did alert Courtney a couple weeks back when there was an unbleeped S word in the podcast. Yes, Aaron <laughs> doing the Lord's work. Uh, she literally me, I hate you, the time code, and I was able to pop in there, cut that bad boy out, re-upload the episode. We were all good. I think only Jillian heard it unbleeped. So we were saying I can't believe this, the fucking like rampant unprofessionalism going on. So we invited Aaron and Nick um today. I'm sure they regret it already, uh, to talk about Bex. Uh, specifically, we love our friends. <laughs> we do. Specifically his Paisley Park sessions, but we're also just kind of talking about Beck and Prince and their them to in general because you know i don't want to limit it prince is great i think we can all agree so a very right. non-controversial yeah. statement to say that prince is great and yeah that really prince excited. pretty good you know i don't want to i don't want to drop a hot take or anything I know. but uh no i think prince made good music <laughs> Something we can all agree on. Um, exactly. I love I love the video of Beck playing uh, a medley of Prince songs at Paisley Park. I feel like it's instant serotonin for me. Mm -hmm. I watch that and I watch this one performance of Deborah when I need to like cool down a little bit. And they're mm -hmm. both so good. That makes me very happy. Yeah. So what the Paisley Park sessions were, mm -hmm. it was in November of 2019 when it was released. I don't know the exact moment that was recorded sometime in 2019 back in his band went to paisley park which was um prince's home for many years and where he recorded a lot of his music uh and they just recorded a little ep where there was a prince medley and beck did a few of his own songs but the thing that's interesting is it was the first music recorded in paisley park after prince's death in 2016 oh, so i didn't know that yeah they oh. didn't have anyone in there for a while and it's kind of cool that beck was the first one to go in there and i also think it's like i don't know there's i think the influence of prince on beck is very apparent and i'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit totally. but yeah. it just seemed like an appropriate person to come in and you know kind of honor him and still keep that place alive as a recording studio because I'm sure that's what Prince would have wanted. I don't think he would have wanted it to just sit there. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, we we get these this these cute videos of of uh, Beck in like a purple uh, shirt with a bow and loafers with heels doing little dances. It's so great. Yeah, um, Courtney, I have a couple questions real quick. Yeah, this this was like in promo for Hyperspace's release, right? It, yeah, it was right okay. before Hyperspace came out. I think, sing yeah, because it was like, I think it dropped on YouTube uh, like November 11th and Hyperspace came out at the end of November of 2019. Okay. Yeah, even if you like see the album, like it's just like the Hyperspace cover, but like purple and stuff, like, mm -hmm. like just like his remix albums or whatever. Okay. I think at least. And like, why is it when I look up videos of these performances, not unlike Amazon's The Tick, this is also an Amazon original? Yeah, I think the, I think that if I'm not mistaken, the, like you can only hear the recorded EP on Amazon Music, like it's not on Spotify. Right. You can watch the videos on YouTube, but I think also they were released before the videos were. 
So mm-hmm. like Amazon music users, which I don't think I've ever met an Amazon music user in my life. Uh, they were able to listen to it like maybe a week or so before the videos dropped. At first I thought there was like more that wasn't available like on YouTube or whatever, but I'm pretty sure that's it. Like the stuff that we listen to is it. Yeah. And it was just exclusive to <clears throat> Amazon for streaming. Continuing Beck's streak of like putting out great music, but just something's fucked about where it's at. Like, <laughs> like with this gorillas video. Where yeah. <laughs> Back and Courtney on the microphone. And and Nick and Aaron. But yeah. Oh, they're really talking. I bet Amazon fronted some cash money, is my Mm -hmm. guess. And uh, yeah, just kind of like how Apple paid for the Colors music video, I think. Mm hmm. Like it was like on on Apple Music ex- like exclusively for a little bit, and that allowed um, Beck and um, Jesus Christ. Why am I blanking on the director of the Colors video? The director of Baby Driver. I'm losing Edgar my Wright. Mind. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Sure I'm Joe insane. Wright? Um, but yeah, I think that's how they got that funded. I'm pretty All sure. Right. Uh, we talked Real about family. that with Aaron's brother. Sean, host of Seltzercast, on like episode five, and Don't host go of and host of Oasis. I'm listening to Oasis. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the O'Briens love to make a podcast on our podcast. Paisley Park. Them. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. This Paisley Park. This it's art is so Paisley. Okay. Aaron, you kind of already got into it. Can we talk about, um, I almost called him Prince. Wow. Can we talk about Beck's outfits, please, please, please? Yes, 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 I know Nick's excited. Oh my God. Nick, lead the way. So like, his first song, um, even if you listen to like the Lossless audio version on YouTube, like the whole 13 minutes set, it's where it's at. And he's wearing like full lavender head to toe, like suit for a portion of it. And then like, he'll switch to a um, paisley cream button down with like lavender flowers on it black fedora who keep going back and forth between those two um outfits throughout the entire performance i have to say the head to toe lavender like jumpsuit with like the prince inspired scarf is the most beautiful like outfit i have seen (laughs) he wears it very well he's very cute it's a it's a it's a great look yeah okay it is i agree stylish (laughs) I think it's like I feel like he's really come into his fashion sense in the past like five years not to say he wasn't fashionable before but I think maybe he just feels maybe he's just reached an age where he's like I can wear whatever I want I don't care and you can just tell and he likes his like silk shirts whether they're you know like it's a full blouse or it's just a little like you know short sleeve button up and I think this is the example of him like fully embracing it. And I also think, yeah. like Nick said, it is a nod to Prince. And I think that's another way that Prince is probably inspired back even beyond music is just his personality and his willingness to, you know, just be eccentric and be himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, like the heeled loafers yes. he's wearing too are God. very Prince. Which, you know, he's a little man going with some height. Yeah, short kings. <laughs> short Two king. short kings we're discussing. Two short kings. Um, yeah, so I I love the the medley as mm-hmm. we watched first. Mm-hmm. 
um, it just makes me so happy. Um, uh, Raspberry Beret, as they do it here, and also at their Grammys, um, which we watched as well. Um, I, the arrangement really emphasizes how warm it is because the original track has this like really jerky um, like drum machine to it, and I like the I like these arrangements a lot because it kind of emphasizes how like warm and like storytelling it feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I agree. It's a lovely little medley. Raspberry Beret to When Doves Cry to Kiss to 1999. It's it switches songs at the perfect moment in mm-hmm. each of them, and yeah. he just plays a little bit enough to get you grooving. And, and it's like everyone is very happy to be playing um, the entire medley, especially in the studio performance. Yeah, but yeah, just the whole um, band and I, everything. I also feel like you know I like a cover that changes something about the song and mm. other than raspberry beret i feel like there isn't a lot that um that he and his band do to change the sound of it but it to me it doesn't really matter because it's these songs have something in common with beck anyway and like the style mm-hmm. that he plays in mm-hmm. and the you know whether it be the synths or how funky it is or whatever which i'm gonna I'm, i have a whole thing about midnight vultures that i want to talk about later but um <laughs> uh yeah that these are pretty faithful covers but i'm not bothered by it because the joy that comes out of it and the um just how fun it is to watch and to listen to are you know i i love it i'm so happy feel that energy to the point where it almost like sounds new like you're obviously mm-hmm. hearing like staples that because i mean obviously fucking love these songs these are all great songs and like you said like you can just tell beck loves them too and that energy yeah. is just so infectious that it's like hearing it for the first time almost at least for me like i i really love this whole session when uh me and Courtney like first started back to back and we were talking about stuff that like, you know, we knew of Beck or stuff that was like kind of getting us back into Beck or whatever. This was genuinely like one of the things like I saw these either split up or like as one like video or whatever. And I was like, this is so good. Like this is such a great, you know, whole medley. And it just like really made me kind of like help me re fall in love with Beck again and Prince too. Like Prince, mm-hmm as well Mm -hmm. just like not back in love but just like why i love (laughs) them both so much there's also this they're two princes (laughs) (laughs) i'd kneel before each of them oh 
<laughs> it also has the energy of like Becca's dancing so much. Like it feels yeah. like yeah. it feels like you're at a party and you're talking to Beck and then Prince comes on. He's like, man, I'm going to go dance. Do you want to come with me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah let's go. <laughs> I, <laughs> His dancing has very kick it grandma energy. <laughs> It's really cute dancing though. He it does is. this li- he does this little thing. It's at the end of um where it's at where he starts stomping forward like he's a yes. little marcher in place and he <laughs> That's holds what I was his gonna say too. He, he holds his arms out in a T pose and it's really sweet. There's a lot of hand movements. There's a couple <laughs> spins too. Yeah, the spins are incredible. This is so so good. Um yeah, he's like really like feeling himself. It's great. It's so much fun to watch. It's so infectious. I had to rewatch the ending of the Where It's At performance like four times because one, it gets so freaking funky and groovy. It's really, really good. And two, when he does like one of the last choruses, it's like, Where It's At. Like he does a little tiny ad lib of a Wii U, and I spelled it W E E E U, which is what he does. The where it's at, he like skips in putting on sunglasses, like as as he starts singing to it, which is really funny. <laughs> it's just good to see so, him. Do you, do you guys remember that vine of <laughs> Ryan? <laughs> 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 that's that's the energy I'm getting from. <laughs> I love it though. It's so sweet. It's so cute. I love it. Yeah, it's just nice to see him so excited and happy. Like it's always cool to see someone who is like a very much a famous person mm-hmm. get like giddy about another like their own hero like it almost like humanizes him not that i don't not that i don't view beck as a real person but it's like really endearing to see him get so excited about being able to be in like one of his heroes home no that's, no that's yeah. right. that's, and that's to be so unable weird. to hold the joy in yeah, yeah. it's and exuding the behind the scenes of it in my notes i had wrote down like he's like a wide-eyed little boy like oh he's God. so mm-hmm. happy he's like He's like, every studio has its own life and its Mm -hmm. own energy. And like, it talks about Prince embracing experimentation and how the performance, his performances were inspirational, things like that. He just clearly is like, so in his element and so happy to be there. And yeah, I mean, it's it's an infectious energy. Yeah, that's that's the feeling. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I was saying that's that's the feeling I get. Speaking of Beck, I haven't seen it yet. I wish that I had caught it it was out but i've seen the trailer and i've been re-watching it but that's what i get from like the sparks brothers trailer like the new mm-hmm. edgar wright doc where it's mm-hmm. like you have all of these artists talking about an artist that they love that's such a like unique feeling that's so just like ah i love seeing like inspirational people talk about who inspires them like it's yeah. very just like um, sidebar like positive sidebar i saw that doc it's great i highly recommend it um even, uh, if coming, even if you're coming to it not for beck or like you're going and you're just like i just want to see beck or in our <laughs> friend group's case i just want to see mike myers yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um there's I, so many reasons to see it <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of sparks and i was like pre-documentary like for a couple years and it there's so much there and there's so much to um sort of comprehend and understand about them and I even like learned new things and new songs uh and for 
you know, anybody that's like is interested in a prolific artist that mm -hmm. is like kind of funny, kind of experimental, like I think you'll absolutely like fall in love with them and the doc itself is so much fun. They're, they're great. You, you, it, like for anyone listening, cause like, you know, this is a music podcast and you know, it's nice when we make actual on, music rep. Oh, you know, <laughs> we're, we're music critics. <laughs> <I'll say. laughs> but so I, I like when we can actually recommend music and Sparks is definitely that. Like mm -hmm. if y'all like Beck, it's obviously not like a one-to-one, -one, but you can see that Beck is inspired by like their experimentation and shit like that. And when me and Courtney inevitably watch the Sparks yeah. doc for the pod, then we will definitely talk about Sparks themselves. I will say Beck is literally the first person you see. Yes. Aww. Yes. He shows up like <sighs> a literally really like trailer. Two, two seconds into both the trailer and the movie. Okay. And the actual the, movie. Ah, oh, that nice. makes me so you happy. You see the, the clapper and it's Beck and the oh, of it says Beck. That makes oh. me so happy. <laughs> Very excited. It looks so cool, just like with the trailer with all like the animation and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I love. I love the documentary that isn't afraid to get a little experimental and interesting. So I look forward to it. And obviously Edgar yes, Wright's great too. Yes, like yeah. everything, everything about this sounds perfect. So we're very I excited. I, awesome. I wish I had watched it when y'all, did y'all like, was it like screening or like? Uh, we, yeah. we did like a Sundance screening of it. Okay, that's right. Because I obviously at home, but um, I'm a big <laughs> Sparks fan, and I was like, I miss, I have to yeah, see yeah. this before it gets distribution. It, it, do y'all yeah. recognize any of these people that are playing in his band, or that just like his touring, or like his house? Yes, or... um, uh, Dave Grohl is banging on the keyboard. Okay, yes. thank you. I, ha I wrote that down. I wrote, I wrote down Jared Leto slash Dave Grohl. <laughs> uh, Jason Faulkner is, is, is it Father John Misty again? <laughs> and he's frequent. He's been with Beck for a long right. time. Um, I don't recognize anyone else, but well, that's you definitely it. recognize lead guitar because it's Beck from Twenty Years in the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Many times I get actively confused in this performance. I'm like, it took me a little bit um, when I was watching this last night to remind. Like, I I only was listening to the audio. Okay, early. no, that's Jason Faulkner. That man, he because he's wearing like a royal purple um suit and i'm cleaning my apartment while watching the videos right? are we talking about this man yes that man yes and i'm watching i'm like oh they must have edited this together with beck at a microphone singing and then him wait wait because that's, that's the same there. goddamn human <laughs> i will say um i know y'all have something against saint vincent but i'm Whoa, i'm like 90 percent okay. sure and i think beck posted this on instagram when it aired that um, two of his frequent band members, and I'm, I can't remember who, but I recognize them from this video, um, were in St. Vincent's band uh, on SNL last time she was on SNL. Oh, nice. So, no comment on St. Vincent and her record, but that really is that. <laughs> Like they no comment on Aaron's no comment. <laughs> like uh, yeah, click click the bands in town one. Go go the bands yeah. in town one. Like that is that is literally young Beck. <laughs> it's hey, also which, which looking town? like is, is he younger or older? It's almost like an optical illusion. <laughs> it's looking like all these memes that Beck and Cage is doing with Finbeck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So Jason is only two years older than Beck. So sorry to him that he looks. It's not that he looks old. It's that Beck looks 20 years younger than he is. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I know, Zach. You think he's like a rotting old man. Let's see what you look like when you're 50. I mean, 
That's fine. I'll be, I'll be fucking poor than Beck. I know that. <laughs> me too. It's okay. Not look, I, look. The, 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 here's 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 my slogan for Beck. Put put in little quotations. Beck and Cage make a little. Beck and Cage make 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 an image. Holly make an image with the old Beck that I didn't face at. Put a little quote underneath it. That says Beck. <laughs> Beck can afford to be ugly. How about that? <laughs> Do we just do on-air commissions now? Yeah, no, oh, we no, do. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, we do. do. We do. Um, can I? Can I like? Can I like pivot to being smart? <laughs> please, please. Oh, we go, need, do we it. Need, we need some brain cells on here, please. Okay, okay. Um, okay, I have a bunch of scattered notes about this, but um, in preparation for this, uh, I didn't talk about this last time. But my favorite Beck album, which I think is a popular favorite Beck album, is Midnight Vultures. Um, I, yeah. used to be a, I used to be a Guero person. Uh, that was my, I think like my first Beck album and the one that I really liked a lot. But over time kind of like warmed up to Midnight Vultures. And I think that Midnight Vultures has a lot in common with Prince um, for a lot of different reasons. It's, you know, on the superficial level, there's the falsetto of it all. And, um, you know, I wanted to like draw some attention. Oh, and like, how abstract the sexuality is. Like, I know you guys called it like the bisexual uh, pr- uh, back record or somebody did, but- um, They definitely did, yeah. I think you did. I think you did on our last I brought report. it up on the podcast because I had heard it in an episode that I listened to the day before in our first guesting. They definitely did, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> but like that Midnight Vultures and Prince both like draws from the kind of like absurd of sexuality in a lot of ways. Um, I brought a book. Uh, that I've read most of, but there's a whole Prince chapter. It's Glitter Up the Dark, uh, How Pop Music Broke the Binary by Sasha Geffen. Um, It's really good, but there's an entire chapter on Prince and I read it to prep for this. And I pulled some quotes that reminded me a lot of um, Beck and specifically Midnight Vultures era Beck, um, where like, okay, uh, they point out that Prince relates to women rather than objectifying, um, where like, to me, Midnight Vultures, that's get real paid. There's a female vocalist, but you're, you kind of like hear it in, in when you're listening to it from the Beck perspective in a way. And um, another quote from about Prince, he gravitates to women because he feels he shares something of their essence. Um, and when Prince sings as Camille uh, quote, uh, he wants to participate in her girlfriend's whole world, not the parts deemed suitable for consumption through a male lens. So to me, I pulled a bunch of Quotes from Midnight Vultures, uh, comb your hair, rewrite your diary, I'm a full grown man, but I'm not afraid to cry, um, things like that, where it's, there's a, a feminine quality to it, but it's not a show, it's like part of the quote unquote character, Midnight Vultures character. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like Vultures has a lot in common with, with Prince in that way, um, both in the performance aspect and the sort of like gender fluidity of it all that, um, I thought of a lot when I was reading that chapter. Yeah, no, I wow. agreed. That was very insightful. Thank you, Aaron. I Thank you for sharing. Holy so shit. much. That You're welcome. Great. I really recommend this writer, Sasha. Yeah, me. no, that They're book great. sounds awesome. Um, book is great too. Yeah, I think um, I think that's what like vultures. Like, I mean, it did well when it came out, but maybe not as well as it's it's perceived now. And I almost think it's because by the late 90s that kind of fluid sexuality wasn't like 
as accepted as it was when Prince was doing it. I almost feel like in the 90s, we went backwards a little bit. Like things got a little bit more, I don't want to say conservative, but I just think music had shifted and pop culture had shifted in a different direction where I think maybe in the 80s, it was a lot more commonplace. So I think, and I think it's also that, I don't know, and this is not me knocking back. I think there's something more inherently like sexy about Prince and the way that he performs and yeah. things yeah. than Beck. And I think Beck, I love when Beck performs like Vulture's songs and I think he can be very flirty, but he is he is much more boyish yes. in yeah, yeah. his performance than Prince was. So I think maybe that's where some of the disconnect is. But And, and, ab- and just simply abstract. Like yes. a lot of Midnight Vultures right. is just like, a bunch of lyrics put together and then it's like is this sexy i think this is sexy yeah and but which is like kind of funny but inherently kind of also at the same time very absurd and very like um humorous in a way mm-hmm. where you know deborah is fucking ridiculous but the sexiness is in the performance it's not in any of the lyrics yeah and that's why it works and that's why it's funny yeah exactly Look, I'll say it. I'll I'll be willing to say what all the snowflakes in the room aren't willing to cover. The reason why it doesn't have the same impact as Prince, because Be- Beck's a fucking low T beta cuck soy boy. It does not have the same swagger as Prince. No, I mean like I mean like here's the thing. He doesn't. No, Zach just called us it. cowards. <laughs> And Look, I'll right say as now. as as big homo in the room, I'll say it. <laughs> no, and it's like but that's kind of that's kind of the point. It's like that's not a like there's nothing inherently sexy about anything on Midnight Vultures, but Prince is inherently sexy. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's so, here's here's my actual take on that. It like semi seriously revolves around that point. Like, yeah, I, I don't consider Beck like a super postmodern like irony poisoned like guy or anything like that but like i feel like if you came into midnight vultures with that super or not super but kind of like this is all ironic quote-unquote like quality then like i get that i guess so it just leads to a different kind of like play out like i do think that they are going for the same thing but i do agree that it is inherently like who they are as artists and more specifically performers that kind of leads to that sort of tinge it's like you know there's things people have done before where it's like oh same material but done by two different people and it can literally be completely different inflections even though they're trying to express similar ideas or even just like the exact same kind of thing if that makes sense i love both but like they and we've said this before of beck covering you know this goes back to paisley park stuff too like yeah well, to piggyback, the fact, like I almost said earlier when Aaron was talking about like the behind the scenes of the Paisley Park sessions, he obviously like understands the reverence of that venue. But I think, I mean, I'll say it like his performance of Raspberry Beret in Paisley Park is incredibly more flirty than it was at the Grammys Prince tribute, which was sure. more celebration mm. based and like showing everyone like hey let's just all like sing like he calls the audience to sing along it's very um just positive and jovial whereas once he's in that house it's like the aura of the building like it's totally yeah totally yeah yeah. came over him in that space and you know it's it's obviously like isolated he's not performing for 
like mm-hmm. crowd, you know, yeah. and it's not, you know, so many factors, like exactly like you said, it's like, you know, an event like honoring Prince where it's like, hey, let's all come together and sing this great song of his that we love as opposed to, okay, I'm like alone. I'm in my own element. Got to get my mojo going. So, <laughs> And j- just to like put a hat on a hat, he's wearing a beige cream suit with a Prince style <gasps> scarf, but like it's very not like, I mean, I'm going into this viewing like, oh, I know his outfits from the Paisley Park. What, what is my man going to do? It's pure cream and beige and it's gorgeous and he's on like the stage that's shaped as prince's um changed name it's just mm-hmm. yeah it's good that is good yeah <laughs> love it it's immaculate it's funny even in the at the beginning of the up all night performance he even says like we're just vibing we're just hanging out yeah. but, like there's a bunch of cameras around like he's, <laughs> it's very very i love i love when musicians talk before they perform yes. i've always enjoyed that like, when i go to fan. concerts and people don't I always get so upset like I'm like disappointed like I saw Muse and they literally said hi and then perform non-stop and then left and I was like okay thanks Matt wow. Bellamy like hi. Said, like anything else <laughs> I'm a huge fan of just straight up stage banter, banter. I don't know. Yeah, it's keep great. that whole uh, give give me a whole concert that's like three songs and just people talking I, I have it. playlists on my iTunes yeah, it, that's a podcast. That's yeah. a podcast. <laughs> I've played this on my iTunes of Mountain Goats uh, bootleg concerts where it's like pure set list and then pure set list plus banters. Oh, <laughs> Just so I can plus listen to it. banters. Good. Um, okay, I want to throw down a gauntlet real quick. Yeah. Why did The Weeknd steal the chorus to Up All Night <laughs> for I Can't Feel My Face? <gasps> it's the same like syllable. Right? I swear to God, it's the same song. <laughs> oh my God. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Ooh, I want to really stay close. up on that with you. It, and like, oh even the, but I love it is like the same as like the, like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. I haven't heard, I haven't heard I can't feel my face in a long time. Okay. I've heard up all night more recently. So let's, let's play, let's play this game. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Can't feel my face was first. Oh my God. No, I think that you're, you're right though. And it's okay. You know what I'll say? You know what I'll say? Hmm. I know we're a back podcast, but it's okay if something's sus not to bring that back. <laughs> um, we should bring it That's up. Like, uh, Dex acting sussy. <laughs> Don't bring this back again! <laughs> I never saw the connection, but you're right. It is there, but yeah. I like Up All Night better. Sorry, the weekend. Yeah, oh, it's really good. Of of Daniel Craig introducing on SNL fame. I watched that Ladies and gentlemen, Friday. the weekend. Oh, every Friday. Wait, when we say up all night, are we talking all night long, all night? No. No, no sir. All night. <laughs> uh, speaking of SNL, did y'all know that Beck is, has musical guested on SNL six times? Yeah. Luigi, Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's a yeah. lot. He's tied for the most musical guest without ever hosting, hosting. Oh, get him! Get him as the host. Come on, Lauren. <laughs> speaking, speaking of SNL, did you guys know that Elon Musk should be implicated for several crimes? Uh, wait, what was that? Did somebody uh, say yeah. something? <laughs> Thank you for asking, Zach. My favorite featured player this season is Andrew Dismukes. I appreciate. Wow, I have no Thank idea you. who that is, so I'm moving on. <laughs> he went on update last week and talked about watching Brink with his grandmother. <laughs> oh my God, his grandma Bick. <laughs> I like I, sex dancing. 
I think you just want to talk about old women, Zach. I think you really have a thing right now for some grannies, and that's fine. And we still love you. But <laughs> you know, to, okay, let me them. let me give the listeners a backstory here, please. please. <laughs> as a as a as a friend group, we watched original cast album Company, the D. A. Pennebaker documentary. Great movie. I've Stevens literally I've Company. literally never seen Company, and it was great. It's so good. <laughs> Company's really good, bud. It's genuinely great. Guy, guy has three girlfriends. That's a lot of company. <laughs> he has anyway, three, Zach, okay. Zach decided, and I feel like it's it's a troll, but it's not that he is mm. in love with Elaine Stritch. Uh troll? I I don't know. I I don't know. I, I mean, was Andy Kaufman trolling? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> God. Look, 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 look. <laughs> I'm just saying. A lot of bags get lonely. <laughs> a lot of broads need some companionship. <laughs> Zach, this is kind of funny because in your essence, I feel like there is something about you that is reflective of the old Broadway dame. <laughs> like, yes, like, very much so. Like an old lady diva. Like that, that is also you. Yeah, that's a lush. I love it. It's <laughs> very true. It's the fucking laughing. When not with you, especially when you do the voice, especially yeah. when I'm, you do the yeah. voice like that. I'm a fan of broads. <laughs> like, I blame my fucking grandma because literally, like I've told y'all before, like literally, like from Italy, like to the south, and yet she has the most like old dame broad new yorker vibe like of all time she's like <laughs> it's like oh fucking doggy fucking shit outside again you need to clean it up <laughs> so, that was feel- a great impression of grandma cheese dip <laughs> that was good grandma that's- cheese dip that's it <laughs> That's probably the episode name. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do relate very intensely. And so, look, I'm just saying if they need a little little night company. <laughs> I am I am want for cook <laughs> to make a little night music. Okay, yeah, that's it. All right, cool. Oh, I was going to be like Door rings, bell chimes, in comes Zach. Happening! Door rings, bell chimes, in comes Zach Horny. Hello! <laughs> that's it. That's how you yes and, Nick. That's how uh, you yes and. Aaron's teaching me improv whenever we're doing podcast reports together. Right. You got it. You got a um, yes also- and. Also, yes. listeners, if you want, if you want to um, hear me explain ska, listen to mm-hmm. Moody's Pod. Yeah. Yep, Moody's Pod. Oh lordy, pick Mark it up, Courtney. Wonderful. Pick it up, pick up, pick up, pick up. No, no, no singing ska, Zach. That's too much for me. My fragile Sunday. Did Aaron body? Did, did Courtney just say she doesn't like ska? Maybe I don't know. Fucking... That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you singing ska loudly in my ear is a lot for me. Right now. You don't like if I sing. I love your singing. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna simultaneously play the guitar and the um, mm-hmm, xylophone mm-hmm. while I play the banjo in our band. My <gasps> xylophone. He's gonna go get it. There you yeah, go. baby. Oh, that was there nice. That's good.
Oh. <laughs> it's time for us to move on in the podcast. That was that was the theme music. Yeah. So a quick little. So the first time I ever heard about Beck was um like Futurama. <laughs> glee the video game beyond two souls and then like i went to a grammy's watch party the year that he beat beyonce Mm -hmm. and i recall him the people in my um like in the watch party being very upset i've never watched the grammys before being very upset at that moment but then we all watched him hug prince on stage in excitement and i just found an article on ultimateprince.com beck hugs prince of the grammys then immediately regrets it because he was like, oh. he got too caught up in the moment and felt like he crossed a boundary um, with his idol. And then, oh. like, and so, like, oh, no. seeing that in the context of, like, the Paisley Park sessions is, like, I don't know. He's letting himself feel unsubstantiated joy, and it's irradiating, and it's really King, I have social anxiety, too. Yeah. What a, what a Seinfeld-ass moment for Beck. Like, a seemingly just, like... You had friends! Incons- yeah, I had- a seemingly inconspicuous thing turned into a major social faux pas. He hugged Prince. What are you doing? You don't <laughs> hug Prince. How can he hug Prince? What were you thinking? Oh it's just so like that when he won too. I think he was legitimately mm-hmm. so shocked that right, like because all he had, bets were off. Because he won Best Rock earlier in the night, and it was like album of the year and like that's when he was like oh my god yeah it's like so, when- i don't blame him for it but i can see why afterwards he was probably like oh no like i probably would feel the same way i doubt prince cared right. sure he was just like oh he's excited <laughs> does anybody else watch king of the hill other than me yeah yeah <laughs> anyone remember the iconic episode where hank hill's boss gives him a promotion and so he goes mr strickland oh I, I love you. <laughs> like everybody's dead silent. <laughs> like that's what happened to Beck. Hugs Prince, and like, what if the entire crowd just went completely silent? Uh, sidebar: I saw Purple Rain at a drive-in last year, and Ooh. it was the kind, and it was paired with "Stop Making Sense." And uh, both times, people were honking in applause, like after. Aww, that's <laughs> really sweet. Yeah, I got to see Purple Rain. Um, a week after he died, they showed it uh, at like the local like art house theater, and it was free. And it was just so like it's to this day probably my favorite theater experience because it was just everyone was there to celebrate. I've never been like that part of a celebration of life the way that I have that screening. Like everyone was wearing purple, and there mm. were like old women like coming up to all the like younger people Ooh. like us. Yeah, right, Zach. Just be like, I'm so Aww. glad that like you kids care. Like this is so Aww. exciting. Like you have to tell your children about Prince. And mm. people were just like yelling at the screen and singing along and clapping and just like it was so like it was one of the best communal experiences I've ever had in my life. And it just felt like it wasn't sad at all. It was such right. a celebration. That's awesome. Did y'all know <laughs> that, that you can't do that? Prince was such a fan of the Fox sitcom New Girl. 
that he asked to be on an episode, which they ended up making their post Super Bowl episode, where That's he amazing. just he just got to meet his favorite two characters. <laughs> was kind of the plot. Where I they swear had, I remember that they had like a fabricated relationship, like um, like conflict, and he got to sit down with Zoe Deschanel and um, Jake Johnson and just like talk out the relationship with his favorite characters from his favorite TV show. <laughs> New it's girl. Really, wow. New, yeah. <laughs> good show in this later seasons, but yeah. Yeah. It's very I remember that girl. happening. Like I remember I yeah. was not like a frequent new girl watcher, but mm-hmm. I remember like, you know, I knew enough to keep up and I, I watched that one when it aired because it was like, oh my God. Episodes called Prince. He was on set for three days. They built a house to look and like Prince had consultants go to the Fox producers to make sure the party was Prince Party accurate. <laughs> Prince oh party. It's, it's a great oh story. Gosh. They're um, like, Zach, Prince, you no. want to sing for the show? He's like, no. <laughs> Does a performance at the end. Sorry, Nick, what, what were you going to say? When I was listing off my Beck credits and I said Beyond Two Souls, the video game for the PlayStation 3, you acted like you knew it, did you? Uh, <laughs> ow! <laughs> Sorry, I got snagged on my fucking... Hey, bud. You fucking better believe I know it. <laughs> okay, so for, so for the uninitiated, this is a game that stars Elliot Page and Willem yes. Dafoe ah, in like yes. deep mocap performances. They're actually yes. acting in the video game. There is a chapter where Elliot Page's character Jody is like unhoused at the moment and she's walking in a winter storm downtown she sees another unhoused person with a guitar and asks can i borrow this guitar and i'm just gonna like quickly are you gonna play it are you gonna show the cutscene? i need at least courtney and aaron to see this yeah yeah because she she just does this yeah that is mocap through the phone make it hard to leave you alone leave you here wearing your wounds waving your guns at somebody new And then, of course, Zach, if you want more Elaine Stretch content, she was on nine episodes of 30 Rock, and these are them right here if you want to take a screenshot. Okay, I, I have seen every episode of 30 Rock, so but okay, the, I'm, cool. I'm now planning on re-watching exclusively those episodes. Yeah, the Colleen Donaghy scenes. Don't yeah. forget She's yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said that her. when we watched Cast Album. I was like, I can't believe Jack Donaghy's mom is just belting it out right oh, nice. now. <laughs> what was the say? Okay, yeah, I'll say it. Fucking Beyond Two Souls, 
good game. I get it. it's fun to clown on David Cage. I get it. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking weirdo asshole. I get it. Beyond Two Souls. I love that game. I think it's genuinely great. Here's and, my uh, hot take. For sure. mm-hmm. um, well, first of all, that was lovely. Second mm-hmm. of all, I have not played the game. I don't own a PlayStation, but Willem Dafoe sexy. That's all I have to say. I'll say, you. are you looking yeah. up mocap? Willem Dafoe. I've seen it. I've seen. Okay, okay, okay. I, right. I know. You know. I know. Come on. You know. It was very surprising when he turned out to be the antagonist of that game, like two thirds of the way in, because he was like pretending to be a good guy, and it's Willem Dafoe, and not until the I Florida Project wanted... did he ever play good. I I think we did say this on our own podcast, Nick, but I also want to mention that Nick has tried to convince me to make our podcast at Kingdom Hearts podcast like more than once. We're going to pivot one day. Do it. Do it. That's like one video game I've actually played. If Aaron won't, I will. Please. I I love Kingdom Hearts. I said I'd I'd do an episode where we watched all the cutscenes together. I all did. the cutscenes. Well, a, a super. Fun. It would be a super cut of cutscenes. Okay, okay, okay. I've okay. already started to curate it, Zach, with a friend. Oh, but um, <sighs> last night, literally, when I got off the Zoom call, I watched three episodes of Digino Gaming's YouTube channel on their Kingdom oh Hearts Easter eggs, and then I went into my Paisley Park viewings oh <laughs> while I cleaned my house. So, like, this is very timely. If and it's there's great. any way at all I could even be tangentially involved, I, I need to make it feel like my years mm-hmm. of wasted Kingdom Hearts life. Just like, how me and do- just like how me and Aaron are doing our Five Nights at Freddy's podcast. <laughs> oh, and for the listeners, I just want to say, uh, I I watched a whole video, an hour and a half video on Five Nights at Freddy's War just to understand some jokes that Zach was making, and I understand absolutely nothing. Yeah, the person that made the video emailed her a shirt and everything that just says, <laughs> I watched the iceberg. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who William Afton Jr. is. <laughs> 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 I, I still couldn't tell you you know i know it's like it it is that like i don't even know anymore like it's the weird like irony thing that we all talk about five nights at freddy's but like, genuinely genuinely my ass is in the seat the thursday night that the christopher columbus five nights at freddy's movie comes out and it's because i want to understand yeah columbus hope- is directing yes <laughs> Wow. Yeah. It's going to be (laughs) the next Home Alone movie. (laughs) I just want to understand. And I don't want to play the games because I don't have time. And I feel like if I watch like an iceberg or any other like explainer video, I will have more questions than answers. That's what happened to me. And a warning for you and for anybody else that that is tempted, don't. it's okay because because the thing about the fan base is that like two-thirds of the fnaf fan base have literally never played any of the games they only watch videos about it that's why that's why this is like this then huh because most of the fans are like (laughs) (laughs) 10 year olds for this like t for t actually i don't know if it actually is it's kind of a scary game though they're 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 very (laughs) implied graphic (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably why little boys like him so much. <laughs> they want to know more about William Afton Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? Who is that? All I know is that <laughs> Afton is purple guy. That's all okay. I know. What do, you, what do you really think about it? Prince was kind of the OG purple guy. <laughs> oh, God. I hate you. <laughs> Aaron's Aaron left. Aaron left. <laughs> 
So, Courtney, Kingdom Hearts is about a boy. He's on the island called Destiny Islands with two friends. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Go. I'll do it right now with you, Nick. I'll do it right now. Sim- similar to Hugh Grant, Kingdom Hearts is, in fact, about a boy. <laughs> That's a great film. Nice. Hugh Grant Hi. is about a boy. <laughs> Hugh Grant is about a boy. <laughs> That's are, his character's name. That's why that. Do you remember? I, I'm assuming it was NBC. I just assume every failed sitcom is on NBC. Sorry, NBC. <laughs> do we remember the um the About a Boy TV show? Why did that happen? The, um, the excuse me, what? <laughs> there was an About a Boy sitcom. How how do I know about the fucking Geico Caveman show, but not the About a Boy show? Was it NBC? Yeah, it was definitely definitely NBC. I always know. I always know. It had two seasons. Two seasons. Six unaired episodes. Wow. Just watch the film. Wow. Executive producer John Favreau. Oh no. And Robert De Niro and De Niro. Y'all have anything more to say about Short Kings? Um, (laughs) I do want to say we often call back our Short King. Prince was five foot three. I want everyone to know that. He was only yeah. That's like almost eye level with me so like truly a short kid i'm i'm so sorry i also know beck's songs from the nbc parenthood um tv show because he was on that um soundtrack a lot this show that you just brought up the mm-hmm. about a boy tv series has a reoccurring character it's Dak shepherd playing his parenthood character on the about a boy tv show it's Dax Shepard as Crosby Braverman. <laughs> wow, Beck. Right. As soon as you said Dax, I tuned out. Honestly. Which is insane Beck that it's a crossover. His music to literally anything. He huh? really does. He's not afraid to make a little extra cash. And for that, I applaud him. You know yeah. what? Get real paid. Sure. Oh. Yeah, no. We when, I, when you go on Beck's IMDb. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. It's. It, it's. I'm going. I'm looking. I'm curious. Yeah. Oh no, it's it's everything. I am number four. You know. Oh no. How, who, who could forget? Class, who could forget? Who could forget? I Love know. and other drugs. Of course, Scott Pilgrim, as we know. Yeah. I love Bones? you, man. Bones. That's truly like how I know Beck. Like how I was aware mm-hmm. of Beck is just his name on so many movie soundtracks. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Like for me, namely, um, the song that all the babies sing in the maternity ward in the Rugrats movie. First Rugrats. Oh my god. Oh man, three Hey, they cut my cord. Consider yourself lucky. This world is something new to me. Cut off that boy. He circumcised him, dude. (laughs) Three episodes of Entourage, huh? Nice. Whoa. Whoa. Three episodes I'll... of Daria, I call. Courtney, oh, we get to watch Wahlberg. I, I have seen enough Entourage <gasps> by force that I refuse. Yes. On the Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle water park episode, Beck's mixed Classic. business was played. Oh, my Wait. God. Yeah. Yeah, the iconic <laughs> water park episode, yeah. We get I to watch Malcolm, dude. <gasps> I love that episode. What the fuck? Why don't I re- remember that? Oh yeah, uh, that, listeners, yeah, yeah. look wow. forward to when me and Courtney finally start watching shit for the. Blog. We will. We it's happening it for soon. Forever. It is. We actually are trying to. Oh, Young Pope. Can't no. Can't you tell? We're... <laughs> no. Can't you tell? We've been making moves. We've got some guests on right now. Courtney, let me play this video for our great guests. <laughs> Please do. Let's do it. Fingerprints. No, 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 fingerprints. 
I don't think so. <laughs> Man, Tumblr First fucking all, ate that clip up, didn't it? <laughs> iconic joke, yes, Tumblr, and two, Zach paused on the funniest animation animation smear. Wait, <laughs> wait! Oh it looks like his knees were, like, extended. <laughs> screenshot it! I'll get a screenshot, I'll get a screenshot. Oh, God. Well, folks, <laughs> do we have anything else to say about the Short Kings? Uh, great songs, great Short Kings. I had a great time. I hope you guys did too. Thank you for having us. Listen to Moody's Pod. Yeah, I was going to say anything to plug. Anything you want to plug, promote, other p word. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at er0b and listen to Moody's Pod. We're going to have a new uh, new season up real soon. Yeah, um, thank you for having us on. It takes a real short king to cover Prince. This is just good. We have a new season coming up soon, our new season that covers something that Erin um, suggested, and I'm so thankful for her for suggesting this to me. These are like specials of the Nickelodeon show, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, and these are like little interstitial holiday specials that preceded that TV show, and it's like really, really good content and fun. And we become music critics on our last episode. Yeah, <laughs> very excited to that. Yes. It's going to be thanks better for- than anything we ever say. Oh, I'm please. Sure. Thanks it's for true. having us. We oh, love to have you on. This is not the last great. time. This I was is- scared too, boys. We love you. <laughs> I love all of you. You're love the best. You. Y'all are where it's at. Oh. <laughs> is that the thing? <laughs> You can follow us um, uh, at Back to Back Pod on Twitter, Back to Back Podcast on Instagram. Follow Zach at underscore cheese dip on Twitter. Um, and maybe Grandma Cheese Dip will have a Twitter soon. We can only hope. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Fucking fo- follow me on Twitter. I'm, I'm losing more followers than fucking Peter Popoff once he got exposed. Like, I need fucking. Yeah. Follow <laughs> It's not even a good joke. Let's end on a stinker. (laughs) Well, thank you again to Nick and Aaron. We love you very much. And you know what? Thank you to Zach. I'm thank me. I'm blessed by your presence. No, don't. Whenever people focus on me, I get all okay well thanks to me thank you thank you courtney thank you courtney's the best for editing what's gonna probably be about 50 percent of this episode no this is a great episode i I, i'm very excited to listen back to it i think it's i think it's great prince is great beck's great nick's great aaron's great i hope y'all had fun can you find all the times where we actually talked about the music let us know. Hey, now, I came prepared. <laughs> yeah, Aaron came very prepared. Aaron had, had sources cited. Aaron had Nick literature. Had a and whole fucking shebang. Exactly. We, Nick quizzed us, and we and and it just happened. I'm still in shock about that. That we just organically started talking about Jimmy Buffett. Well, <laughs> I'll drink to anyway. them. Let's all drink to them. Hey, it's it's five o'clock. I got my somewhere. moonshine back. <laughs> Oh, Another I thought you just I was, I was. <laughs> Courtney is just, God, I'm worried for her. She's got the fucking, like, glazed over eyeballs. Like, Another... my fucking first goldfish. Like, she's fucking, <laughs> like, slamming it back. Another moonshine stinger. Ah! Ah! Oh, I get squeaked! <laughs> I get squeaked!
I'll drink to that. Hey. <laughs> uh, everyone stream uh, original cast album company. Does anyone still wear a hat? Beck does. <laughs> what the fuck does, does that Beck mean? Does. Beck does. What the fuck does that mean? Let's see back cover, ladies who lunch. Another vodka stinger. Whoa! Like I feel Whoa. like he wouldn't actually. Like I feel like he wouldn't actually scream. Like I don't think Beck could. Or no. My I power. got it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Beck doing ladies who lunch. Another vodka stinger. <laughs> That was a good one. That was incredible. Genuinely really funny. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for coming, Nick and Aaron. Yes, stream Moody's pod. Stream Moody's Follow pod. them. Follow them. Yes. Okay. Yes. okay. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Cheeseburger in paradise. Making the best of everyone make sure you check out other podcasts within our podcasting family Zillennial canon where kira and adam discuss films on the millennial gen c cusp and how it shaped them as film fans aggressively okay where adam and joe cover all things pop culture and film seltzer cast where sean and agas explore the bubbly world of seltzer dan for life where nick and sometimes lauren interview a guest through the lens of the seminal text dan in real life moody's pod where nick and aaron take the classic Amanda show segment Moody's Point and break it down episode by episode. Dadcast, where Jillian and a guest sit down to review a movie your dad probably fell asleep to on the couch. The featured players, where Bram, Beth, and Brendan talk about the weekly status of Saturday Night Live's featured cast. And I Was Scared too, a horror movie podcast hosted by Kids Cinema and Mr. Movies, a.k.a. Fashion JZT, where they talk about all sorts of spooky, scared movies. Thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs>